superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Has Lamar gotten any offer sheets? Anyone coming? I know that's two questions, but... Rich Eisen. What's the latest there? It is a challenging situation to read at present, Rich. The two first-round pick, a fully or nearly fully guaranteed contract. Earlier on the show, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred. Coming up, Bucks linebacker Levante David. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen show is now on the air here in Los Angeles, California, where it's sunny outside. I'm sure everybody hey, around the country has oh, enjoyed yeah. hearing us complaining about the rain here. I didn't know I'd act this way. It's morning. great. This big yellow thing in the sky is called the sun. sun. I used to see it around it here quite like. a bit. Uh, we're here on the Roku channel uh, for free on all Roku devices. Select Samsung Smart TVs, Amazon Fire TV, the Roku app, and the Roku channel.com. Uh, and it's because uh, on the Roku app we're free because the Roku channel is free within it. Um, we had a great second hour chat with the commissioner of Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, who made yeah. it seem like uh, they're not completely set in stone on having the pitch clock in the ninth inning of games, which is great because, as I pointed out, the whole Otani Trout confrontation that wrapped up the World Baseball Classic, every single pitch was a violation. <laughs> and I like the drama building. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think he understood what I was saying. He picked it and um, so we, we had a great chat with him in hour number two. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here in hour number three. If you missed that conversation over the first two hours, we re-air right here on the Roku channel, channel 210. Uh, and uh, in this hour, we'll talk about Will Levis's pro day. He did show up with the aforementioned cannons uh, on full display. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we'll talk about one of the top quarterbacks available in this year's draft out of Kentucky um, and also, what's more likely, a usual Friday staple as we get set for more March Madness activity tonight after last night's great um, games between Gonzaga and UCLA and Kansas State and Michigan State and Florida Atlantic upsetting Tennessee, UConn advancing as well. Uh, joining us on the phone line is one of four individuals now that he is re-signed to stay with Tampa for a 12th consecutive season after being drafted in 2012 by the team out of Nebraska the fourth member of uh, uh, an exclusive club, individuals who have played a dozen consecutive years for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Paul Gruber, Hall of Famer Derek Brooks, and soon-to-be Hall of Famer Rondé Barber. Joining us on this program is someone who's joining that select group, Levante David of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How you doing, Levante? That's great, great. I'm doing great. How about you, Rick? How's that introduction for you? How about that, that was one? amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. I was, I was going to comment on it. That was pretty good. How about that? Appreciate that. 12 years <laughs> in a row, Levante, yeah. in Tampa. That, yeah. that is a, quite an achievement, uh, obviously, in this league, and certainly mm-hmm. at a position where you throw your body around the way that you do. I wonder what you think of when you hear that. Yeah, I mean, I greatly appreciate the organization for sticking with me. You know, uh, 
glory to God as always. Um, and, you know, I must be doing something right on the field, <laughs> keeping me around, you know, uh, just trying to stay productive as much as I can. And then to be mentioned with the names like those guys you said, uh, it's definitely an honor, you know, because I know a couple of those guys personally. I know how much it meant to those guys. So for me, be mentioned in the same breath as those guys is definitely a, a blessing. Well, it's not just the team, you know, giving you the opportunity. It's you. Yeah. Um, taking the opportunity that the Bucks gave you as opposed to what other teams might have been offering you in free agency. Is it true the Bills were knocking on your door as well? Yeah, yeah, I heard a little chatter. You know, it was basically like when I when things just started to get a little tight with me and the Bucks, you know, whenever when I was about to, you know, when everything about to get, you know, the deal was about to be closed, I started hearing a little chatter from uh, the Bills late but um you know i was already you know locked in in tampa that's where i wanted to be you know obviously for obvious reasons but i was in then just to you know continue my football career there and uh continue to have fun on the field there i wouldn't be one i wouldn't want any any uh any other place so does that mean you told von miller the word no levante is that true is that what i'm telling nah, you i haven't i didn't have no conversation with von okay miller. i don't know all right. Maybe if he would have reached out, probably would have been a different conversation. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. I understand. Well, then what are the obvious reasons to re-sign in Tampa then? Lay it out uh, for me. Just, just the camaraderie I built with the guys on the team, you know, and uh, uh, obviously, you know, being there my whole career. And then the bond that I have with uh, with Coach Bowles and uh, Coach Larry Foote and the coaching staff. And then just, you know, staying true to what I want to do. Um, I feel like I built the legacy there. The city of Tampa loves me, and I've been doing great, great community work there. So I just want to keep that up. So, you know, that's probably what the main reason why I came back and obviously get another opportunity to play football, get another uh, snapback run, uh, winning the division. We won the division back-to-back. You know, obviously, you know, this year's a different year. So uh, it definitely should be a fun go-around. Well, I mean, and, and those are all completely understandable reasons why you want to resign. And the legacy one is is something that's, uh, you know, you, you can't touch because that's right. something you've built, something yeah. you've earned, and it's something that you had the opportunity to continue. I, I, totally, um, I totally get it. Um, but from just a, I guess, outside fans' point of view mm-hmm. looking at it, it does appear mm-hmm. that the Buccaneers are in a retooling mm-hmm. mode. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to that, Levante? Yeah, I mean, you know, me going to my 12th year, that definitely was a was another, you know, uh, factor, factor that, you know, kind of helped me weigh into my decision. Because, you know, when I had, obviously I had a long talk with the GM, you know, he told me, you know, a lot of people saying rebuild, but, you know, if it was a rebuild, a lot of the guys would have been gone, you know, so and, and it made sense. You know, we lost our quarterback through, due to retirement and then lost a couple of guys due to, you know, the cap and things like that. But the majority of the core guys are still there. So uh, it definitely, you know, made sense to me. And I feel like we still got the pieces to be able to make noise in our division and get a chance to get in the playoffs. So that that uh, theory, supposition on the f- part of fans that Brady's gone and, you know, and, and Fournette's yeah. gone and, you know, mm-hmm. there is a cap ramifications to, to, right. to Brady retiring – um, yeah. You brought this up with Jason Light, the idea that that th- th- there's a retool going on. You actually mentioned that to the GM yeah. that signed you. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I want to know. You know, sure. is, 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 is this a rebuild type year? Are y'all just starting all over? And then you know, it made sense. And he was like, Nah, it's not a rebuild year. We just retooling, making some tweaks here and there. But you know, majority of the roster is still intact. We just had to, uh, you know, unfortunately make some cap casualties, and then uh, obviously we lost our quarterback due to retirement, mm-hmm. and that's the main thing. What made people think is the rebuild year because we lost our, you know, our, 
all a all rural quarterback, but you know, uh feel like we got a guy in Baker Mayfield and then Kyle Trash, those guys will compete and fight and uh see where we go from there. But, you know, uh defensively we have a lot of the key guys back and offensively we got a lot of our key weapons back like Mike Evans and and Chris Godwin, so uh, we definitely got the tools to compete in the division. It's also on the NFL. Levante David here on the Rich Eisen Show, three-time All-Pro linebacker, has re-signed for a 12th consecutive year in Tampa, uh, one of only four guys to ever have that distinction right here on the Rich Eisen Show. So a Nebraska guy can play with an Oklahoma guy? Is that true? That can actually happen, uh, Levante? Yeah, I, I thought it couldn't happen, but mm. it ended up happening with uh, me and my guy, man, Gerald McCoy. You know, uh, oh, that's right. when I uh, met Jerry McCoy my okay. rookie year, okay. he was an Oklahoma guy. So okay. uh, I said, you know, those guys are not that bad. And uh, me and Joe still have a long-lasting friendship, you know, outside of football. So uh, he's been like a mentor to me, a big brother. So uh, it, it could work out. Got it. It's got you all set for Baker Mayfield's <laughs> arrival. Now you mentioned Baker yeah. just moments ago. He's a quarterback mm-hmm. who can, on occasion, wake up dangerous. Uh, what yeah. what uh, convert, have you have you connected with him at all yet? Baker? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. I haven't had a connection, uh, conversation with him yet. But uh, you know, we uh, follow each other on Instagram, on social media, and uh, I'm sure you know sooner or later we'll get a chance to sit down and talk, you know, face to face. I'm sure he's gonna ask me for advice on you know the city and you mm-hmm. know how to be you know a leader in the organization, uh, which I've been blessed to be for the past eight nine years. So uh, definitely, you know, give him give him some advice on that part. But in the day, man, you know. The locker room, you know, accepts whoever. You know, I feel like that's what that's the main thing. You know, with the culture we built, and you know, guys just buying in to what we're trying to do and uh, upholding that standard. Um, I think that's what uh, I think he'll uh, fit in pretty well. Well, I, I spoke to Baker just a couple days ago, Levante. So let me mm-hmm. fill let me fill you in. Uh, he's got a golden doodle Irish setter named Mister Fergus. So hopefully okay, you're okay. a dog rescue guy because he and yeah. his wife are uh, dog I love rescue dog, golden doodles. Oh, you have a golden doodle yourself? I don't. I don't have one, but okay. I love them though. Okay, it's a golden doodle Irish Setter, a beautiful, a beautiful looking dog. We're showing it on the screen right here, so when you watch this back later, um, he's also genuinely jacked to have this opportunity. Uh, yeah. As you know, his career and how things have gone. Uh, as yeah. I pointed out to him, thank goodness he left. That he just like his dog knows how it's like to be rescued from the dog pound. Um, <laughs> we all know his journey to land yeah. in Tampa and how Tampa is a spot when I understand Kyle Trask is there for, for a competition, a starting mm-hmm. role. There's not a lot of starting yeah. roles out there. And there's also, there's not a lot of Mike Evans, not a lot of Godwins, not a lot of Russell gauges. Uh, I right. mean, this is ready made and I'm wondering if you feel the same way with Baker showing up. Yeah, there. I do. I do feel the same way. I do feel the same way. Um, Baker is, you know, obviously talented. Uh, he, he had his uh, moments, you know, where, where the talent showed, and I feel like, you know, what direction we're going and what we're trying to build on, I think uh, the the locker room, get him comfortable, and uh, you won't have to put a lot of things on his shoulders. You know, there won't be a lot of pressure on him. You know, uh, it's a team game, so all we expect him to do is just come in and do his job and uh, let everything else take care of itself. Okay. And so what do you say to uh, Bucks fans? You know, you are you are the OG. Yeah, now, yeah, sir. yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you say to them? Every, right you know, uh, just get ready for another exciting, fantastic year. You know, last year didn't go the way we wanted to go. Uh, a lot of ups and downs last year. A lot of uh, things that you know we weren't happy with. Uh, we didn't play to our standard. But it's a new year, and um, you guys get ready. You know, uh, the, almost every game last year was probably sold out, and it was uh, fun. 
I'm hoping the same happens this year because uh, it's definitely going to be a fun year and uh, we're ready to get after it. So um, give me your, as I let you go on with your good Friday, Levante David, your favorite Tom Brady story. My favorite Tom Brady Yes, story. from maybe his first year, his first arrival, yeah. anything. Yeah. What do you got for me? My, my favorite Tom Brady story, I believe he was 75 going to the bye week in 2020. Yes, sir. Before we made the run. I recall. And I remember uh, it was, you know, it was a little... We went on. We had like a two-game losing streak or a three-game losing streak. One of them, and then I remember during the bye week, me and Tom ran into each other, and he came to me. and He was like, "Trust me, we gonna turn this thing around. We're not gonna lose another game." And you know that kind of stood out to me. And uh, we didn't lose another game. We went on winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, he was right. And uh, yeah, uh, I already had made a ton of respect for him right there. But the look, I seen his eyes it was like no other, and uh, I, I knew it was gonna happen. And, uh, he took us there. Where was it? The supermarket? Were you just like in the proto style, <laughs> no. or you just ran into your carts connected and you know yeah. ran into each other? Or like where? No, where, we, where was it? We was in the facility. We was in the facility. Okay. We was in the facility. We ran each other in the hallway. I was walking out, going to the players' lounge, and he was coming from somewhere. And I saw him, and we went to talking, and he said that. I'm like, okay, I'm on ride with you, and then and then it happened. Correct. And I remember because you guys <laughs> lost to Kansas City the team mm-hmm. who you eventually saw back in that building and yep. beat in that building for the Super Bowl, yeah. you lost. I mean, Tyreek Hill had something like 200 yards receiving in the first quarter alone, yeah. and, and and that's the way that you guys went to 7-5, and five and, and there was a general sense of, whoop, well, that's the way the first year for Brady in Tampa is going to go. And yeah. so he, he – he, so uh, just one last strand to pull here. What made mm-hmm. him say that, do you think? What made him uh, say that to you? Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, the doubters, the doubters out there, you know, people was talking mm-hmm. and saying, you know, uh, I think it was Chatter saying, well, if we make it to the playoffs, we'll lose in the first round or we better get it together and and, and things like that. But uh, I'm sure, you know, it was in the back of his mind and then obviously it was in the back of mine. But uh, I knew eventually, you know, we was going to turn around. All we needed was, a, you know, a little spark and uh, we, we got it from somewhere. Maybe it was that that, that, that conversation it was from him. And uh, everything just turned around. Everybody came back ready to go, and everything just clicked. Everything was just going our way. Levante, David, thanks for the time. Congrats on on the uh, one year deal, the twelfth year in a row for you in Tampa. Let's uh, let's keep it up. Let's uh, keep up the communication. I always appreciate it when you take the time to call into the show. Thank you. No problem. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, you for having me. You got that's Levante, David. Twelve years now, and hopefully for him, counting in Tampa, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. That surprised you that Brady's like, we're not going to lose another game. And then they didn't lose another game. (laughs) Not surprising. I mean, what a great story from Levante David right there. Yeah, we were just running each other. Uh, that that 2020 season, here I am like, what'd you run into each other? A supermarket? Remember, like, duh, we were all shut down as a country. No one was really walking around a supermarket. Imagine if they were in the self-checkout line. Though, well, I, that would have been big because I'm sure the Buccaneers were like, everybody stay home and everybody stay in the facility. And it was in the facility when they were in their bye week after losing to the Kansas City Chiefs to drop to 7-5. and five, And they're like, you're saying to each other, I guess, uh, what, what's happening? And Brady's like, we got this. We're not going to lose another game. And then they did. Get it on. And that's the sort of um, can-do mentality that's going to be brought to the front offices of the Las Vegas Aces of the WNBA. A new part owner of said team announced yesterday, Tom Brady. Love it. Now, he is a partner of Mark Davis's 
So, does he put Mark Davis on the TB12 system? Let's see. (laughs) Is it possible that he will, now that he's part of the Las Vegas Aces, say, on behalf of Kelsey Plum, can we reverse the Darren Waller? (laughs) (laughs) Can we just get him back? I just love you shouted out Kelsey Plum. Well, I'm just saying, you know, Brady can help too. That's true. Parts of... Granted, yeah. Of the Mark Davis world. Remember, she was a big fan, and Brady like sent her a care package with a signed jersey and everything, oh, and word? she went crazy. You remember when she posted that video well, last year? She can get Brady's autograph now on a paycheck. Also, what I like is, you know, since Kobe passed, you know, he was a big proponent of growing the women's game in the WNBA. So yes. hopefully, you know, there's a lot of NBA players who were definitely like, Hyping them up. And now, you know, hopefully Tom Brady is able to, you know, bring some new eyes to that league. Absolutely. Well, as Brady pointed out in his statement, you know, the women in his family, he's got three older sisters. Right. They were the athletes of the house. He was the youngest. He was the baby. It so is pretty cool, man. He grew up loving women's sports. And if he starts getting in more and more involved in Mark Davis's business ventures, so be it. Mm-hmm. Here's, you know what? I never, I never wish you. owner? Guys, what? I say what? What did you say? Brady becomes part owner of the Raiders? I didn't say that. Okay, all right. I never wish ill will on anybody, but here's a scenario. What if something were to happen to the Raiders' new quarterback and he can't play? This guy. Does Mark Davis kind of go, well, this guy. This guy. This guy. I don't wish ill will. Brockman, you know that. I don't wish ill will on nobody, but I'm just giving you a scenario. That guy. Jimmy G, maybe something happens, you know. This you guy. Know, or arm, wrist, knee. Who's the backup quarterback right now in, uh, in Vegas? Tom Brady? Who is it? No, they Who's just, on the flow chart? They just Didn't they just sign somebody? Didn't they also yeah. sign somebody? Did they sign Tom Brady, though? Oh, you know, no. Well, okay, so he's no, not as good as not, Tom Brady. they did not sign Tom Brady. <laughs> Who's I'm the backup saying, quarterback, well, I don't then? know. It says Chase Garbers right now. Oh, that's right. He was the, oh, by the way, he was the only <laughs> on the death quarterback chart. On their roster is the only quarterback they had under contract going into the combine was Chase Garbers. With all due respect, hit, Chase the, Garbers. hit, hit the hyperlinks for, to explain to TJ who Chase Garbers is, Chris. You want to? No, it's all you. I don't know who Chase Garbers is. I don't have the internet open to him. You think I know who Chase Garbers is? Uh, he's, I mean, he's a cow. Went to Cal, 6'2, 215. He's got the stuff. He's 23 years old. It's going to be... He ooh, looks like Cousin Greg. He's going to be... <laughs> is that right? Kind of. Huh. Cousin Greg. Backup quarterback for the... Uh, again, with all due respect well, to Chase he's talking Carver. about a different type of succession over there. Hey, now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know what? I, I will just say this. On behalf of the Rich Eisen Show and Chase Garbers as well, <laughs> uh, there he is. There's Chase Garbers right there. He does look like Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cousin Greg. I don't know. He does look like Cousin wow. Greg. Oscar's just had his I don't know who Cousin yes. Greg is, but... Uh, succession, TJ. Okay. Get on board. Uh, Can't do oh, yeah, baby. He's got a few more Succession's days. coming back on back Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah. The final. Yeah. I can't say the rest. For sure. Does that make uh, um, McDaniels the Tom Wamsgans of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, of the Raiders? <laughs> uh, at any rate, on behalf of Brady and the Raiders and this show... 
Don't start any rumors about Tom I Brady. Start a he's rumor. Done. I just offered a scenario. He's done. Like Tribe Called Quest. Don't start. He's Here we go. Yo. What's We're, the scenario? We are we are better than throwing out rumors about Tom done? Brady's career. Wait a minute. Hold done. on. I'm told yeah. I started a complete fire on that front about three weeks ago. Yeah. My bad. I'm told. I'm told it's still it's still very Googleable. We're not. Better. Oh, I'm I'm told it's it's the top rumor I came back from the combine with, and the other three after it were. Once you nailed. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, right, right. the Packers are hoping Aaron Rodgers tells them he doesn't want to come back. Things aren't all that great between the Ravens and Lamar, okay, and the Bears are way down the road trading the first overall draft choice. And since then, they traded the draft choice. Well, all three of those have really come true. And Lamar got slapped with the franchise tag that allows him to check other things out, and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and the Jets are still in a set, too. So don't 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 start any rumors about Brady. It's not good for us. Like I said, it wasn't a rumor. It was just more of a what uh, if. I mean, just don't even place it out there. Yeah, but hey, what if it happens and then we can look back on this day and say, hey. Nailed it. Or nailed it. You just know that Brady has uh, more influence in the Mark Davis world if he starts showing up, sipping on arugula smoothies, <laughs> you know. He's, he's all Vegas. rocked up. And don't believe it, though, because the last time we saw him all courtside in Vegas, it was without hair, and we thought that was real. And we didn't think there was any human being on planet Earth that would actually spend a second of their time placing on the Internet fake, bald photographs of Mark David. Have you never been to the Internet? (laughs) So, there's all of that. Headline, Tom Brady is now a part owner of the Las Vegas Aces. And that's it. Mm. Don't start anything else. But he is in Las Vegas. Should they need any other services that he can I'm provide, is what you're saying. <laughs> just saying. So what's up? Is that it? That is <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Talk about Will Levis's Pro Day and what's more likely, a fun Friday staple of the Rich Eisen Show when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. 
improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, the Rich really? Eisen Show Radio Network back on the air. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Let's go to the phone lines. Rami in Montana returns to the program. How you doing, sir? Good. How you doing, fellas? I'm good. What's going on? What's up, Ron? Um, first of all, I definitely agree with Terzo on kind of feeling bad for Lamar. Uh, <clears throat> I think um, one thing I wanted to point out was the difference between Lamar and Richard Sherman negotiating a contract is, first of all, it's Lamar's mommy, and... Um, Richard Sherman's a Stanford graduate. <laughs> That's a well, really I, and I, difference. I hear you. You know, I, 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 I don't. You know, I know you say mommy, and you know, and 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 I, I understand. You know, you're having your fun there. Um, it's just, <laughs> it's just, you know, um, that Lamar. Uh, I, I wouldn't feel for him. I mean, he's 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 universally loved. I mean, who doesn't like the guy? And, and yeah, I just think he put himself in a bad situation. I hear you, and I appreciate the call, Rami. You be well. Thanks for calling back. You know, I don't want to infantilize the man. I mean, and that's what people always point out. Like, you know, it looks. I don't know if he he cares how it how it looks at all. You know, it looks like he's screaming for his mom in the basement for meatloaf, and then when it comes down time to negotiate, it, it's like. You know, him and his buddy Dirk trying to get his tapes back, you know. <laughs> nice. And um, but what it is right now, it's 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 a it's an uh, an LP, a Lamar problem that how 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 does he get paid the, in the manner in which he wants to get paid? Uh, and, and I proffer to say that, you know, this is why I thought the Ravens were going to give him the non-exclusive franchise tag and say, we've tried it ourselves. You go and find it. You go and find it. The problem is, is it's the circumstances that the franchise tag, the non-exclusive franchise tag places on it is a market depressor. Two first round picks. And it happens, you know, um, on the first day of the new league year. When everybody else has signed Jimmy G or signed Baker Mayfield or gone to visit Aaron Rodgers for dinner and signed Derek Carr, those are four teams that are out there for a potential market for Lamar Jackson that already took their intentions elsewhere before you could even legally talk to Lamar and he didn't have an agent to reach out to teams to say, don't do it, New Orleans. What do you think about my guy? Don't do it, Tampa. Wouldn't you want South Florida's finest coming there? I, I know you got a cap problem, but Lamar will do this, that, the other thing. And instead, the, the individual is apparently that type of stalking horse is somebody nobody's ever heard of and isn't certified. And then now the league has sent out this letter 
And and this is a branding issue for Lamar. But in terms of feeling sorry for him, he's universally loved. He's generationally talented, and he's about to make $32 million playing a sport that he does love. He loves ball. That's what I keep hearing about him. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. You ready for it, Christopher? Then we'll get to Will Levis's Pro Day. Let's do it. All right, here we Friday, go. Friday, baby. It's a Friday fun segment. What's more likely? Hit it. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right, Chris, what do you got over there? I hey, know guys. you got a lot of stuff. Happy Friday. Ready for the weekend. What up, yo? Uh, we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers a lot, right? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit? Yeah, yeah. What okay. do you got? What's more likely to happen first? Aha. Aaron Rodgers puts on a Jets jersey? Yes. Or Aaron Judge hits his 10th home run? Love it. This is good stuff, Chris. All right, let's sound it out. Yankees opening day is what, April 1st, like everybody else? Like everybody else. All right. I know some teams are on the 30th. Uh, I believe the Yankees are the first. Now, when you say puts on a jersey, what does that mean? That's like uh, press conference, intro, here's my jersey. Oh, so he's not putting it on. He's He's holding it on. I'm saying like introed as the Jets. Uh, part of the Jets. Okay, so he's officially in the Jets fold, or Aaron Judge hits home run number 10. Yeah. Ah, hold on a second. Let me look up his game log from last year. Aaron good, Judge good game one. log. Good one. This is a good one. Hold on a minute. Here we go. Game by game stats and performance last year. What do we got? Um, all right. Here we go. He did the Yan- have, he Yankees didn't, start the 30th against the Giants. He did not have his 10th home run did last, he year. last year. He did not have his. He had. Well, he didn't get his. Jeez. He didn't get his first home run until game six. Oh, wow. He didn't have three home runs until. I can't even count. He didn't even finish April with. Okay. Ten home runs. My thought, so, my thought behind so this, real quickly, I know is that. that. So, so you're saying it's going to happen. Uh, it's going to happen before the draft. Before Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will be introduced. Okay. As and, and Judge will probably play like what, like 17 games by the draft, something like that. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, this isn't major. This isn't the NBA where he's going to be no, load managed. I'm just you know? saying he'll have almost 20 games. So Aaron just, Judge will play back to backs. Just saying. All right, good one. I sounded it out. I feel like I'm on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I came close to phoning a friend. You going Rodgers? And I went 50-50, and my 50-50 is I'm going Rodgers will be with the Jets first. They're going to get this thing done before the draft. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Chris? What do you got over there? Oh, man, that makes yeah, because he's still okay. not a Jet. <laughs> okay. No. TJ, one of your favorite Cowboys in recent years, Zeke Elliott. Yes, sir. Free agent. Yes. See who he's eyeing? Jets. Has his eye on the Eagles, Jets, and Bengals. Mm-hmm. Who's more likely to make the Super Bowl this season? Ezekiel Elliott or the Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> Brockman is coming with the flame torch today. <laughs> he's like he's like uh, Leo at the end of... Uh, was it Brad Pitt who had the blowtorch? No, it was, the it was Leo. Leo, it was Leo at the Leo. end of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Rick, you're all Rick Dalton me, man. I'll go Zeke. I'll go Zeke. Just for, you know, what's in game. Yes. Yes. Or the Eagles. Dude, Zeke on the Eagles, that is what he should do. That would be painful for you, right? Oh, yeah. Because then I'd have to boo that man. I want to boo that man, but I'd have to boo him at that point. 
Yeah. Can you imagine they're all in green with wings on the side of his helmet? No, doing Rich, the, I can't. Doing the oh, eat thing. Doing the eat. Oh, oh, no. Zeke. And oh. Zeke said he wants to wear 15. He wants yeah. to go back to oh. the Ohio State number. Okay, well, he's certainly not signing in Kansas City then. No, 15's available in Philly, by the way. Okay. Who was the last 15 in Philly? I'll look that up another day. Wow. What else you got? <laughs> okay. Uh, we've been talking a lot about these uh, two wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham. Who yes. goes deeper in the playoffs this year? D-Hop or Odell? <laughs> right now? Well, I'm just saying, in theory. Like, we don't know where either of these are going. I understand this. I'm just saying. Like, think about it. Should I just flip a coin? Who goes further? Well, just think about who the rumored teams. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go D Hop because I'm hearing Bills. Okay. But and Odell, I don't know where, Odell, we're hearing Jets. I don't know what I'm hearing out of him. I, I don't. I pay that no mind. No, Jeff Darlington said it. I love what Jeff Darlington has okay. to say. Well, am I right? Magic eight ball. <laughs> this is totally. Are you, are you right about what? Am I right that it's D Hop? Oh, okay. Am I right that it's D Hop? I love. I shook it too hard. It's a lot of bubbles. Uh, you may rely on it. D-hop. Says the magic eight ball. I shouldn't shake it too much because that makes a lot of bubbles and I can't yeah, see that it's yeah, in there. But you want to make sure it's accurate, so you know you got to do what you got to do. What do you got over there, Chris? What else? Okay, next one. These are really um, good. Okay, yesterday, Rich, you did your NFC top five quarterbacks. I did. All right. When Aaron Rodgers gets traded. When Aaron Rodgers gets traded. All right. So uh, who's more likely in your NFC top five? To have the better season in 2023, Matthew Stafford or Derek Carr? Matthew Stafford. Let's just be honest here. Turn down the music a little bit Let's here because be I need honest. to hear myself think. I'm still have the my ears are still ringing from the SZA concert last we need night. To talk about <laughs> yeah. that, by the way. Now you could turn it up, not turn oh. it off. I still need. I still just need a little. Low, just hey, a little. Low, my you, Chris, you keep sleeping on the Rams. Uh, they're, I think they're obviously tanking. You keep sleeping. I'm not alone, obviously. by the way, in the NFL media. It's state. so stupid. I, I hate using that you. word. I, How do you tank with Aaron Donald? You look at. I want Aaron Donald to come on this program. <laughs> I'm going to reach out to the to the outstanding Los Angeles Rams organization and say, "Bring me Aaron Donald," and ask him the question: Are you tanking? Well, he's not personally tanking. I, you can't tank with Aaron Donald on your team and Cooper Cup on your team and Matthew Stafford as your guy. quarterback. Those are three guys out of twenty-two. Sean McVay did not stick around to tank. He, you know, he stuck around to coach Caleb Williams. It's this is an insult. <laughs> this question is insulting. It's insulting. Oh, Derek Carr is going to have a better year than than Matthew Stafford. Matt, you said who's going deeper in the playoffs? No, I said who's going to have a better season. Okay, Matthew Stafford has Cooper Cup on his team, and Cooper, yeah, okay. get out of here. All right, get let's write out that, of here. Let's write that down. Write it down. Eleven men out. You right guys down, keep right sleeping down. on the Rams. The Rams had a dreadful season last year. What they did is they did pull the plug on the season last year when Stafford got hurt and Cup got hurt. And why are they going to throw Aaron Donald out there to put more mileage on him when they want him to continue playing? They didn't even have a first round pick. So what are you tanking for? To to give to give a better pick to Detroit? Next year. It they made all the sense in the world to okay. play last year the way that they played it, the after it played out the way that it played out. This year's a different story. Keep sleeping on them. I'm sleeping. What else? Even though I renewed my tickets last week, Mike. <laughs> of course yeah. you did. All right. Because you want to sell it to other people who are coming into town, you fair weather freak. This is how upset I am. You're so mad. Fair I don't know why. Food. Okay, uh, Will Levis, we're going to talk about him in a second. Has yes. pro day today. All right, how about this? 
Uh, the more likely the NFL draft QB you'd most roll the dice on. Will Levis or Anthony, Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson, I have to roll. That's, that's the dice roll, bro. Come on now. Pretty big dice roll. Yeah, Richardson. Richardson's got that crazy, what's the phrase that Mayank used to word, use? Freaky athletic ceiling. Come on, man. That guy. I would roll the dice on that guy. See Will Levis today? I have seen how rocked shirt. up he is, and he's terrific. I would roll. If you're talking about a dice roll, that's the one you roll the dice on. You got another we one? I assume the other guys are going to be good, right? Of, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I hope for Levis' sake. How, how rare is it to have four, to, four quarterbacks taken in the first round and they're all terrific and they yeah. all pan out? It's, that's what I mean. Somebody's always a bust. I understand that. All right, a couple of hoops ones real quick. Uh, Paul George out a few weeks. LeBron maybe coming back. Not sure. Depends if you how you read into his tweets. Uh, more likely to go further in the playoffs. Lakers or Clippers? Clippers. Clippers. Because I don't know if LeBron's coming back. You don't know if Paul George is coming back. I, I I still, I don't know. I like the Clippers roster, you know, soup to nuts more than I like the Lakers roster. Soup to nuts without Paul George than the one that I, the, the Lakers roster without LeBron. How does that sound? I'll still tell And I don't even know if the Lakers are making it. There's that too. They've been hot. I know that. What else? All right, last one. Uh, what's more likely? Gonzaga finally wins a title. Or Alabama becomes a hoops superpower. <sighs> now, but one you're talking about in the next 10 days and another one you're talking about in the next five years, right? Well, Alabama could win the title this year. Does that make them a superpower? Yeah, you win a title. It's pretty impressive. I think Alabama wins the tournament. You do? Yes. Does that make them a superpower? If that does, then, then that's what's more likely. That's what's more likely. I'll check back in five years. I think Gonzaga might lose to UConn. Really? UConn's been looking awesome. How about that? And then I wake up tomorrow morning and Alabama's just lost to San Diego State. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Good Enjoy, job. Enjoy your weekend. Well done. Nice. Here's a good question for you while you're on that subject matter. Of? Of uh, the Clippers. Because the Clippers last night um, evened the week against Oklahoma City. The, I, I'm not really into this scheduling thing where you know they play back-to-backs in somebody's city you know i don't know i guess at least if they separate it by a day that means everyone's going to play instead of load manage but last night Kawhi went off Fallen, man. yes he was terrific he had 15 in the in the first quarter wound up with what 33 last night 32 32 um and they won without paul george but sga in the building Shay Gilgis Alexander mm-hmm. calls me, and he had another terrific night for them. Yeah, he had 30. Calls me to sit there and think, and I will ask you guys this question. What if Kawhi didn't demand Paul George come to Los Angeles to unlock him coming to Los Angeles himself? Mm-hmm. And he just said, I'll show up. You got me. Not going to go to the Lakers, not going to stay put in Toronto, not going to go somewhere else. I am going to go back home to Southern California, and I am going to go to the Clippers, and I have no demands for you to go get me a second player. I'll play with SGA. Where would they be today? Mm. (laughs) Uh, That's a good question, man. Better off than I don't what they know that currently SGA are. SGA is better is a better basketball player than Paul George. It's a he's a so, different 
basketball player than Paul player. George. We're playing the result a little bit. Of course we are. Uh, That's SGA, what we do in sports F- talk radio, do we not? SGA has really blossomed into a, a superstar. I he think, has. Does he lead the league in 30-point games this year? I think it's, He does it all, man. He's blocking shots. Points, almost he, 32 a game. He's up there. So, yeah. Does he develop the same way? Good question. The last two seasons? Don't know. Kawhi around? I, I don't know. But it's a really interesting question. Um I mean, it's, it, uh, TJ, I think you'd be the first to admit it hasn't exactly worked out how you hoped the last couple of years with Paul George and Kawhi. Injuries have played a major factor there. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's a great question, man. I only asked kind of got like me stumped. <laughs> Don't well, ever yeah. say that to Brock when it just makes no, him no, angry. Well, Rich texted me that last night while we were, he was like, what about the SG? I was like, whoa, that's really interesting. No, I said they'll never say that, oh, you ask her good questions oh, because no, I'd rather you just say that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but I, I, I was sitting there thinking that as I, as I watched, you know, the Clippers dominate the first quarter mm-hmm. and then the the uh, Thunder even the score by halftime because SG was, A was going off. Let's put it this way. And, if they don't make the trade, they're in no different spot than they are right now. So, you know, I don't man, know. that's a good one, bro. I, I, I just think they... I, and, and no disrespect to Paul Pier- Paul Pierce, Paul George. Even though I know I'm I'm sounding disrespectful, I think they're a better team. But does SGA know, become the player that he is today? I definitely think so. Right? Is SGA averaging what? What do you say? Absolutely. He's, is he at thirty two so. a game? Absolutely. Yeah, think thirty one. So. I don't. Th- I, I I don't think I can say that. Seeing, I mean, I've watched a lot of Paul George on on this team, and you got to remember, Kawhi's missed a lot of games too, and yeah. Paul has one thousand percent put that team on his back if multiple I'm, times. If I'm not mistaken, Jerry West loved SGA. SGA is averaging for, thirty four points a game this month for the Clippers. <laughs> they loved him, but the fact of the matter is, Kawhi wasn't going to come. I know that. So oh, I totally know that. No, we're we're kind of we're kind of. Kawhi knew. Kawhi knew. Like, okay, I'm oh, going no, to go I, to Los Angeles, and you know, LeBron has has Anthony Davis, and everybody else has their their number two or no, their one like, A. We're assuming Kawhi is a crystal ball, and he's like, you know what? I think SGA is going to be a fantastic player. Let me just, uh, hey, keep SGA. Mm-hmm. Let's get this guy, this guy, this guy, and. I mean, what if LeBron had not demanded that they trade their entire roster for, for Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis? Yeah, exactly. They what might, if Brandon be Ingram off right now? Right. <laughs> what if Brandon Ingram and Julius Randle and Kyle Kuzma were all still on the Lakers and, with and LeBron Lon- and Lonzo? Maybe Lonzo doesn't get injured. Forget- <laughs> right. That's a better team than the one that's currently they're trotting out. There, there you go. Yeah, I definitely am not going to say they'd be better without him. Uh, different. Maybe but not I, better. I'm not gonna, I'm not different. Say they're better. Different. Different type of team. They might have Clippers might have one uh, the same number of banners as Taylor Swift in that building, right? Possible. Okay. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll go out to the weekend talking about this Will Levis pro day that's lighting up Twitter. Check out our new NBA show Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Monster.com is there for you to go win your job hunt. Take your resume. Do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Take your resume. Go to Monster.com. Upload it. Minute that happens, you can be recruited by employers on the spot because their employers are all over Monster.com looking for people like you, perhaps, because they know that Monster.com specializes in building the right teams for them, the employers. So they also then know how to match you with those job fits. And when you score the position, Monster.com has a salary calculator that ensures you're paid what you're worth. Millions of job openings, great coaching, great career advice for this strong performance by you when it counts. So get off your couch right now. Go to Monster.com, win the job hunt, Monster.com. I guess if we already hadn't given out the uh, Monster Athlete of the Week to Marquise Noel on Monday, we would give it out to Will Levis right now because you just take a look at his arms. He's a monster. So he said that he was going to go throw at the combine because he's got ca- he's got a cannon he wants to show it off. Well, today he has two of them. He looked more rocked up yep. today than he did at the combine. Uh, agreed. And I, I don't know, did he? did he... Did he get all greased up for the combine? Did he put something oh, on? Bodybuilding. I don't know, man. There, man. Yeah, I don't know. Because I didn't see it, that. He was letting it fly, too. Now, uh, there's more of a workout at the combine. I, I mean, at your pro day in the combine. Because you got 50, 60 reps, and you're doing them fast, doing them quick. The combine, you're like, throw one, throw two, throw three, back of the line. So, at any rate, boy, did he look the part today. He's almost 6'4". He's got his hands are 10 and 5 eighths. Which is massive. I mean, like the you can lose the ball in your hand in his hand. Yeah. Gigantic. Hands. Right. So I'd love for him to go to the um AFC North, which means twice a year he'd shake Kenny Pickett's hands and he'd go, Wow. <laughs> Come on, why you gotta I don't know why he had to catch a straight. <laughs> I don't you know. Do That's I'm sorry. Because no, because last year the conversation was about his uh, hands oh, hand over size. And over again. Right now, and you're talking about just as a comparison. Um and so I, I facetiously mentioned to Tom Pelissero, my colleague at the NFL Media Group, that the Carolina Panthers contingent that took Bryce Young out to dinner the day of C.J. Stroud's pro day, they went from Columbus, Ohio at C.J. Stroud's pro day and went directly to Tuscaloosa, Alabama and took Bryce Young out to dinner. And then on Bryce Young's pro day, we assumed, I guess you're going to go to Kentucky and take Will Levis out to dinner that night in the same way you took out C.J. Stroud out to dinner before his pro day. So how it goes is basically you fly in to uh, Prospect A's place, take him out to dinner, watch Prospect A do pro day, fly to Prospect B that night, take him out to dinner, watch Prospect B's pro day, then fly to Prospect C's pro day location, take him out to dinner. And if Will Levis didn't get the dinner invitation, you know he's off the radar screen. Well, guess what? That Tepper credit card is doing some Ooh, bad work. Nice. Will Levis did have a dinner. All right. My question is, if he doesn't think he's going for it, 
if Carolina doesn't really want to take him, if he feels that way, do you just order the the uh, Screaming Eagle and just go for it? Yes. Right? Screaming Eagle, by the way, it's the vineyard of Stan Kroenke. Very expensive. Um, it, it, it's thousands of dollars. Do you just shoot the moon? Let me tell you something. Back in the day, John Walsh, legendary executive of ESPN, I'd always dreamt of working for ESPN and being taken to a meal by an ESPN executive. Mm-hmm. He took me to my first ever meal given by an ESPN executive. Differences in my mind's eye, I thought it would be just like what these guys are doing, you know, with the Teppers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, dinner for 10, 15, just to, to honor, you know, me. And uh, it, it would be a glorious meal. Clearly, I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> One-on-one executive, we, he took me to some greasy spoon diner mm. that was down the road from Bristol, Connecticut's location of ESPN. And I looked at the meal and I said to myself, I looked at the menu. All right. This guy's going to at least spend $10 on me for lunch. Okay. Because <laughs> the, the tuna... <laughs> The tuna sandwich I'm going to get was like $4.95. And the fries were going to like, so I, so I kept on ordering one soda after another to make sure it was $10. Meal comes and basically it was free refills. $8 is what the man spent on me. Wow. And I tried. I tried. I tried. So if you're Will Levis, Screaming Eagle. Rich, we can get a 2001 Let's go. Let's go. Uh, cab for $4,900. Let's go for it. But they did take him to dinner. So he's got to be in the mix. And then he showed up all greased up and he's throwing 90-yard passes. Bam. Honestly, he made Ed Hockley look like Bazooka Joe. <laughs> Bazooka Joe. That's my analogy for really thin individual. Well uh, it's an old gum. <laughs> like me. Comics on the inside. They're good. Yeah. Good gum. So, Carolina, guess what? Take a day off, go to Gainesville, and take Anthony Richardson out to dinner because his pro day is Monday when we'll see you next.